Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media, whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome again. This is Mr. Benjamin with Creativity Threads Life. I am your host and excited to be here again because this is a new podcast journey for me. I've done podcasts before. I've been doing podcasts since since you had to FTP your files into, into a server somewhere and those days are long gone. Now you just hit a freaking button on your phone and you got a podcast. But back then, man, it, it was rough. So I'm excited to be starting up a new one 10 years after I started my, a uh, little over 10 years, over a decade after I started my first podcast, Threads of Creativity, discussing creative aspects of life. If you didn't hear the introduction, you may be a little confused about that, but you can always go back and listen. But basically the idea is that I think creativity threads through all facets of life. It goes through the home, goes through your finances, goes through your art, goes through your music. Uh, maybe you're a plumber. It goes through your plumbing. Yes, creativity is everywhere, and I think creativity makes us a stronger force. And since I've been on threads, I've realized there are a lot of creative people out there that I could be talking to. So I decided to create this podcast not affiliated with threads, and it will be talking about things outside of threads, but it's the way I'm getting started. And if they send their lawyers after me, dear God, help me. But this is a general discussion of threads, not threads, the app, by the way, just just so we're clear on that, just so we're perfectly clear. All right. So in this one, we're going to talk about getting some traction on threads, getting getting traction in in these types of microblogging discussions. I was around when Twitter first came out and it was interesting back then, still is interesting now. Well, now it's X, but it was very interesting when it first came out. People weren't what to sh- weren't sure of what to make of it. People weren't sure where they should be going with it. It was just a weird, weird time with computers, the internet, social media. But a lot of people really didn't like it. Now that threads have come out, people talk like they like it, but a lot of people really don't understand it. They don't understand how to get traction on it. So I'm going to be going over a bit of that today. Uh, first, I just wanted to once again welcome everybody. And let you know a little bit about where I am and what I'm doing. Currently, I've decided to push all of my effort into, into threads first. It's an interesting way of going about things, but I'm going to go push threads first. I decided that, you know what, I want to start with this microblogging platform, put some creative bits of information out into the ether, see what happens. Somebody responds, boom, I like that. They may ask a question or challenge something that I said and suddenly we have a conversation going on like hey that's a good conversation you know what I'm going to take that and post it to Facebook you know what I got an image about that I'm going to post it to my Instagram and you know what this is becoming a really in-depth conversation I'm going to have a discussion about it on my podcast it's going to get that in-depth in fact you're seeing that process happen right now where I was talking about creativity and podcasting on threads lo and behold I'm making a podcast about it So that's how this new pillar of information is going to work. And thank you for joining me on the podcast. If you haven't joined me on threads, get over there, talk to me there. And as always, you can catch, you can catch me at my website, mrbenja.com. That'll have all my links. But if you just want to talk to me on threads, send me some questions, tell me I messed something up, uh, feel free to flame me. I'm good with it. I love you anyway. We're going to keep going on with this thing. And yeah, this is a fun little podcast I want to do all about creativity. As I said before, I don't mean creativity in the sense that you wear neon frames for your glasses or that you have one side of your head shaved and the rest is purple or that you've decided to 
braid your your beard and your goatee together. That's not the kind of creative I'm talking about. I mean, th- that is creative, and you you have marked yourself as a creative type of person, or you may just be weird. I don't know. I'm okay with weird, but I w- I'm more concerned with creativity. I'm more concerned with you being able to take the resources you have, the products that you already have access to, the energy that you have corralled, and I want to see what you can do with that. I want to see you create something with what you have, making something out of nothing, improving what exists currently, and making a better future going forward. That's the creativity I'm concerned with. And if you have the energy to do that, or if you don't have the energy, then you should be here. The topic of conversation is always about thinking about how we can create a better world for ourselves, a better environment around us, and better discussions online. So this is Creativity Threads Life. Oh, and I do have a website, Creativity Threads Life, that you can, where you can find all of this. If you don't want to go to my website and see all the other nonsense I'm up to, just go to creativitythreadslife.com. All right. So yeah, uh... Things have been going good lately. I'm I'm feeling good in this creative mode. It's coming down to the end of of December 2023. Things are wrapping up strong. I've been doing good work on my other podcast, Show Versus Business with Theo. We're going to hit 150 episodes at the turn of the year. So when we roll into 2024, we'll be at about 150 episodes. Really proud of that. So let me get into the news. So there's a lot of... A lot of trailers coming out. People have been complaining about hero movie fatigue and you know not enough interesting things happening in theaters. But there are a lot of trailers that have come out that have really been interesting to me. And as much as people talk, there's a lot of good content out there for people to to get into. I think that there's been so much of it, and the discourse has been all over the place that it's just been hard to enjoy a lot of it. But if you really find your group of people, they're there's good content out there and good things to talk about. In fact, I haven't even, you know, I, I really like superhero movies and the hero idea. I was about to say the hero's journey, but that's a, another discussion. I really like the hero vibe, and I haven't gotten around to watching The Boys, and I haven't gotten around to watching Invincible Season 2. So I'll have to do that at some point. I think the last last series that I really got into and watched was the One Piece live action which is really good, and it's on Netflix. And go ahead and watch that even if you haven't seen the the anime, because the anime is a thousand plus episodes, and it may not be your style. And honestly, I think the first 300 episodes, the animation is so dated that it might throw you off. The style is so interesting and weird and Japanese that you probably, you may not be able to watch it. I mean, you may just watch it and look at it and think, my God, what is this thing? Who's been talking about One Piece? Why is this so bizarre and weird? Why is the anime animation so odd? I don't like this. I can't take it. So you may actually need to get up to like 300 episodes or skip 300 or so episodes. I don't know. I read the manga, thought that was a lot better. I didn't get into the anime until a while later. So maybe that's just my personal take on the situation. But yeah, One Piece was the last thing that I kind of watched. Uh, and there are a lot of trailers out there. The Game of Thrones, Hot D as we call it, House of the Dragons is coming out, a new trailer for that. Godzilla t- Godzilla Times Kong. How do people say that? Godzilla by Kong? Godzilla Times Kong? Godzilla X Kong? I wonder how people are saying that now. Godzilla X Kong is coming. Aquaman's about to be out. The GTA trailer for GTA 6 just came out. Internet's lighting up about that. We have the the Fallout series. That is actually a lot more interesting than I thought it would be. I w- wasn't sure what they were going to do with the Fallout series, but Amazon may have come through. So Amazon's a little, always a little Amazon's a little sneaky now. You got to watch out for them. They'll they'll drop some bangers here and there, and they'll spend money on it too. And Furiosa also dropped with Chris Hemsworth. It's kind of funny seeing Thor playing in the Mad Max world, but. He didn't stray too far from that character, so it's hard to separate myself from seeing Thor in that role. But yeah, uh, the Furiosa trailer was was pretty good. I'll probably have to do a whole creative trailer rundown. That's something that seems interesting enough. 
go through all the recent trailers, the upcoming trailers, and see what's going on in this in the state of things. Oh, I forgot to mention I haven't seen Blue Beetle yet. Man, I am slipping on my hero stuff. That's three things I have to watch. Just made a note of that right there. And Godzilla minus one, another news story here. Godzilla minus one is tearing up the box office right now. Was only 15 million or so in in cost. I think a lot of that had to do with not using big name actors, but it only cost like 15 million, and it's doing gangbusters. I don't know what gangbusters is, but apparently it's a lot, and it's all from this 15 million dollar movie. You can compare that with something like uh, the Marvels, which we'll definitely be talking about. Compare that with something like the Marvels, they cost over 200 million to make, and it's like, uh, what are we doing here? So. Things are changing, and Godzilla Minus One actually is getting over on quality and getting over on the fact that people want to see story, action, and spectacle, and they may not even care that it's subtitled. They may not even care that you don't have these big mega stars in it. They may not even care that it's not too connected to this other universe. So this is definitely giving hope for a lot of Hollywood, a lot of big budget films, you know, maybe you can cut that budget in half or in you know, in quarters and eighth. I don't know, but it's good to see that other movies are doing well. That theater still has some pull. Theaters are definitely going down, but Godzilla minus one. It's a good story for the theaters. All right, so I'm not going to spend too much time on the news right there. There's some other news I could get into, but I'll just go ahead and get into this one right now. And. Start letting you know of something that's been on my mind. We're talking about getting traction on threads. So with every social media network, there's always this idea that I want to get on there and I want to get followers. I want to get famous. I want to have my voice heard. And that makes sense because social media networks are all about being social and connecting with people. And the more of a voice you have, the more pull you have, the more sway you have on that network, the more it feels it feels good to you. But we've been doing social media for so long now that everyone's trying to game the system. They're trying to fix the, figure out the algorithm. They're trying to get in the fix so they can, so they can win, right? So they can just, yeah, I don't want to pay for promotion. I don't want to pay to boost my post. I just want to put out good content and have good conversation with people. How do I game the system? And that differs depending on whether you're an artist trying to show their art off, whether you're an activist or somebody in politics trying to push their message out there, or whether you're trying to connect with friends or family. There's all different types of reasons for wanting to get traction on any social media site. And what do I mean by traction exactly? I mean, think about a car stuck in the mud. Or a Tesla truck stuck in the mud. If it can't get traction, it can't move forward. You're spinning your wheels. You're spending all this extra energy. You've got all of this wasted power. And what you want to do is move forward and you can't. You can't do the very basic thing that you're trying to do. Move forward. Even if you're going slowly, moving forward is progress. Even if you're going slowly, when you see things working, you're like, yes, I'm finally getting somewhere. But when you're just not getting any traction, you may get a bot here and there. You may get, you put a lot of work into a video and it only gets one like and you, you get disgusted. Now, of course, there's this idea that we'll just make better content and that's not really that helpful. I'm going to discuss things that will help you make better content. But the idea that you should just make better content is, it seems like a bit of a throwaway, right? It, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't help the discussion. So yes, make better content, but we're going to start getting into a lot of points on what you should do to make your content better. And this is without gaming the system, without special tips or tricks. These aren't tips or tricks. It's not like, hey, if you post at 4.30 a.m., then immediately delete your post and then repost an hour later, you'll get 10 times more views. Those are tricks. And they those usually get 
get ferreted out and and removed in a short while. This isn't like um, this isn't schemes like follow for follow or start a follow train. That's if you want to do that, that's okay. But I'm not advocating that. I'm talking about getting actual traction in what you want to do. If you're an actual, if you're a marketer out there, it'll probably tell you make more content and make better content. Obvious. So we're going to start discussing what it actually means to get a little traction there. Now, who am I? Uh, I've been around the social media scape for a while. I'm a total introvert, so I actually don't try to put too much feeling, or, or I shouldn't say feeling. I shouldn't try to put. Too, I shouldn't put too much stock into like being social because that's that's not what I do. I I am I'm not shy at all, but I'm not necessarily a social person. I don't go out looking for social interactions. So I am an introvert who was able to grow a couple pages to a thousand, you know, a thousand followers. And I think that's fine for a lot of people. A lot of people want to get 2,000, 3,000, 10,000, whatever. That's fine. That's a whole, that's a whole game that you can do. But what I'm talking about is just being able to express yourself and get people communicating with you, getting some feedback, getting some engagement and getting some forward momentum to where you're happy about the platform and it's not work to you. I think that's what a lot of people would hope to have. So there is one thing about getting followers. Uh, let me just do, make a few little explanations here. Getting followers does not mean you're doing better. It means that people have decided to click the follow button for some reason. You may have a lot of followers, but get no engagement. You could even buy followers and they won't give you a lot of engagement. Engagement is the liking sharing, commenting, replying, reposting, etc. of your work. It's when people actually stop and interact in a back and forth way with your content. And liking is the very least of that. Sharing is probably the most important of that. Or even saving if you want, you know, someone saves it off to their saved folder, which you can't do yet in Thread, so don't don't, don't go looking for it. But follower count a lot of people are get, get caught up on the follower count number. And for most creatives, I think you'll be doing much better if you can just find the group of people that you're looking for and actually engage with them. And over time, you should start getting more of a following if you're doing proper engagement. So this is not about just boosting a follower count, although your follower count should increase. It took me a relatively short period of time to get a consistent flow. So... I started out with 100 somewhat automatic followers from Instagram, and I've grown that to 800 followers of people who actually comment, interact, like, and discuss things. So not a glorious achievement, nothing like grant to grandstand about, but I know how to get in there and do it. And if I was more of an extrovert and really wanted that energy there, then I'd, I'm definitely sure I could get more of a follower count. But that's not my concern. And reach is what you're saying getting out to people. Reach is important because when you say something, does the algorithm, does the system, and do the people think that you should get out farther, that you should be listened to, that you should be heard, that you should be paid attention to? That's what reach is. Are you actually reaching out and getting in in front of anybody's feeds are you getting on anybody's screens so follower count engagement reach um and enragement if, you, if you're into that sort of thing where you enrage people those are all different factors and we're going to be going over some things that just to get better engagement and to get more reach and i hope it'll make you feel better about using the platform basically i want you to get traction because once you get traction and you start going somewhere then you'll keep going. That's the whole point. Moving forward and you want to keep moving forward. That's my version of traction. So without any further ado, let me just jump into the, God, it took me 18 minutes to get that far. I need to, I need to tighten this up a little bit. I'll fix up my format now. Don't worry. So some things you can do to increase your, your engagement. Uh, I guess we could say number one. Mm, yeah. Number one, search for your interest and engage with those posts. You simply just want to go through looking for things that you want to talk about 
and talk about them with people. This is a totally, like, even if you don't know anybody or you don't just want to post into the void, get on there, scroll through, do a search using the search button. Let's say you want to talk about E3. Search, find out what people are talking about. Go into the search bar or tap the search button, type in E3, boom. There should be a bunch of posts with E3 on there. Some of my posts will come up. Say, hey, I miss E3 or I thought E3 was cool. Put your thoughts down. You don't have to be contentious. You don't have to be smart or witty. Sometimes you just may want to say, hey, it was pretty cool. I like this. Or ask a question even. Hey, what did you think about such and such? So search for your interest and engage there. Number two, engage with big accounts and small accounts. A lot of people say that you should engage with the bigger accounts so you get more views and people are more likely to run into you. But the thing about posting to bigger accounts is it's like being a big uh, small fish in a big pond or just one person at a concert, you know, raising your hand and saying something out loud. You're probably not going to get heard as much, but there are a lot more people there. So it brings up the chances of you getting seen and getting heard. Now, you want to do the big accounts every so often, like if we're talking about game development, you want to find the biggest game developers on threads and go comment on some of their posts. What's actually interesting about threads right now is that there's not a terrible amount of people. So a big person might actually have the opportunity to see your post and reply to it. I follow some very big people on threads and they may only get 10 or seven or five replies. If there are only five replies, the chances are very high that they'll see what you have to say. So that's targeting the big accounts. And if a person from a big account comments on you, yours, that automatically makes you a little more valuable. And of course, there are small accounts. There are people out there who really want to talk to other people. So if you find a small account that's talking about something you want to talk about, engage with that person. They're probably going to be like, oh, wow, we're not at a big open concert. We're just two people standing in in a... In a, in a grocery store listening to the music and we're like, hey, you like this music? I like this music too. There's nobody else here listening to this music. Hey, what's your name? I'll follow you. You follow me. Boom. You've actually found somebody who you like, who resonates with you. They're a small account. So don't be afraid to talk to small accounts. There's reasons to do it. Don't be afraid to talk to big accounts. There are reasons to, the, to do that as well. Number three, engage through meaningful replies. If you really want engagement, Make a meaningful reply. I've seen people online that really just, they try to get traction, but then they don't really make any reasonable replies. It's just a string of five hearts or a bunch of LOL emojis or maybe, you know, six flames in a row. Like, oh, that was fire. Yeah, you said something great. Six flames in a row, fire. That's a clap. That's an applause. That's a, a reaction. That's not a reply. That's not something that needs to be engaged with. It's fine. Maybe all you want to do is support and throw your flames up or whatever, throw the, you know, the high five hands or the prayer hands or whatever. But that's not really engagement. That's just putting something out there. And that's fine to do, as I said. But if you're looking for engagement, stop, think a moment and say, hmm, how could I reply to this? Could I add more information myself? Could I ask a question? that looks looks for even more information or could I ask a question that challenges this a little bit maybe there's a little bit of nuance that needs to be brought out with a, a challenging question or maybe I need to provide some extra context because the original poster didn't provide all the context that's necessary for this discussion maybe they, they need to do that so there are different ways you can add your reply to a comment but if you're just making empty replies and you're not getting anywhere don't be surprised because the the very basic reactions aren't meant to have these types of engagements. If you want to get traction, let's say they're talking about football. Cowboys are up, right? And, you know, if you put on there, someone puts, hey, man, Cowboys did this and this and this game. I was really I was really proud. If you put five thumbs down emojis, no one's going to interact with that. It's like, okay, you don't like what the Cowboys did? Fine. That That's great. Whatever. But if you put... Well, the Cowboys only got that far because, you know, such and such defenseman, defensive lineman was hurt or that, you know, the, the weather was bad and 
where you're lucky the quarterback had an injured elbow or whatever. It's like, okay, now we're starting to get somewhere. Now we're starting to have an actual conversation. Think about what you might say in a bar. Think of what you might say to your friends. Think of what you might say to strangers that you see in a public place that you might actually say something to. I know it's, it's, it might be weird for some of you talking to and with strangers, but if someone's putting their information out there to be talked about or talked with or talked to, then it's, it's an open invitation for you to reply to it. You don't have to be snarky or mean or anything. In fact, threads will probably depress or suppress your post for being angry, snarky, or negative. But just get in there and say what you've got to say. If something's on your mind, you think about it, put it down. Don't try to be vile or anything. I think that's a, I think that's a default that a lot of people you know, have a knee-jerk reaction. They see something they don't like and they you know, trash it or they see something they really like and they, they praise it. And both of those may be a little unfair, but try to have an actual conversation. So think about it that way with more than just an empty emoji or empty hype or an empty reaction. Put a little love into it. Number four, if you're just posting like out into the void and you're not replying to anybody, you're just posting to your own page, make something meaningful with a question or a statement or a realization or a perspective. Now, there are some people who have certain posts that they can say something like peanut butter and jelly is for suckers. And that post may go viral for whatever reason. They may just be that type of person that posts weird, inane topics like my peanut butter and jelly is awesome. Or they may, listen, if that person works for Reese's or they work for Smucker's Jelly, th- that you may, okay, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Okay, I get it. Boom, I'll like that post. Boom, I'll retweet that or whatever. But it has to have a context that makes sense. Imagine if you and your friends are standing around doing your thing and somebody walks up. I like peanut butter and jelly. You're like, okay, great guy. Get out of here. So posts that are on your own wall. Oh, no, they don't even walk up because this is social media. They're just standing there and you walk past them and they say, I like peanut butter and jelly. You probably don't care. When you're posting things to your own wall, try to make things that are current. Try to make things that are a little unique. Make sure they're relevant to the current conversation going on make sure they're engaging and that people is something somebody might actually want to hear you don't need to overthink it but if you're if you're just seeing all these posts go by and you're like i need to add myself into this wild void of posts what am i going to talk about you don't have to post a link in fact i i recommend you don't post links i'll get to that later post something that's reacting to a conversation If it's Sunday, think, hey, man, it's a happy Sunday. I hope everybody's doing well. Boom. If that's how you feel in your heart, put it out there. Somebody who's thinking that might also like your post might also reply. If it's Wednesday, you may think, hey, you've made it through half the week. Good job, everybody. Boom. That's your positivity post. Or if you want to say what's happened in your life. Wow, I just I just fell down a flight of stairs. my leg hurts. I think it's broken. I will not be at the kickball tournament tomorrow. Dang. Sorry for the kids. It's like, wow, you won't be able to make the kickball tournament tomorrow and the kids are going to miss you. Um, interesting. I got to see a little bit into your life. That's interesting. I mean, it might not be interesting to, to anybody on your feed, but it could be interesting. So what I'm saying is, just make meaningful posts. You know your vibe, your brand. Start trying to post things continuously that make sense to you. It's not always going to be the hottest tip. It's not always going to be what you had for breakfast. It's not always going to be what you saw in the news that night. It's not always going to be the weather. You're going to have to have a mix of these. And by putting out things consistently, you start to develop an online personality. Marketer types, they'll say niche down, always post about the, the latest this or that, or, you know, continually post to your niche and give up, provide value. Listen, I can go get value by searching whatever I want to learn from YouTube. I can find value 
just by scrolling through TikTok, Instagram, or whatever. But with something like threads, do you have anything interesting to say in the body of all the things that you say? Is there a personality there? Are you reading the, the room of threads? So try, try that out and just, um, you know, make meaningful posts and be current and relevant with your questioning. So another part of that, so I'll say number five, when you're making all these meaningful posts, the reason you want to keep doing them and not just throw one or two out there, the reason you want to keep having meaningful and interesting posts is when someone sees a post, there's a high chance that if they're interested, they'll go look at your profile. And if they go look at your profile and there's a long string of posts that all express your personality, then they're going to be like, oh, this is who this person is. I'm glad I stopped to look. Let me like this. Let me follow them. Let me reply to that one. Let me see what they're going to do tomorrow. And you make a mark in their mind. You've branded yourself a little bit in their consciousness. So you got to be, you got to remember that a lot of people won't just comment on anybody's post. They may look at what you're doing, jump over to your profile and see how many posts you have in that vein. Like if you say, I hate yarn, somebody who's into, into, you know, uh, crocheting may stop and go, he hates yarn. Huh? Why do you say that? And then they click on your profile. It's like, oh, this person hates yarn. Well, he said that that person said that because, you know, they, they had a, a ball of yarn get tangled up and it was just a one off thing. They're into crocheting just like me. Oh, OK. Didn't mean they hated yarn. They just were having a tough time with yarn that day. So they posted that. This is cool. I like yarn, too. I mean, I'm, a, I'm into yarn. I'm into crocheting. And sometimes I hate yarn. You know, I'll follow this person. So when you have this body of posts and you've been continually making things that are interesting, when people come back to look at your profile, they'll see them. And they'll follow. So yeah, when I say make meaningful posts, I don't mean one. I mean, keep it going. All right, number six. Quote, tweet, quote, thread. I said tweet. Oh my gosh. Quote, thread or quote, tweet. Actually, this makes sense on Twitter too. So whatever. Quote or repost what you think is relevant. There are some accounts that do nothing but repost. I don't recommend that because it, it doesn't offer a personality of your own. And I don't know, you just, you just turn into a meme page at that point. I think that you need to throw a little bit of context in with most of your posts. If you don't put your own voice into it, it just seems like, it just seems like spam after too long. Like they're just trying to shove other people's ideas in your face. But if you, if you say something, if you have a little bit of commentary on a post, then you can actually add to the conversation. Boom, new movie trailer comes out. Instead of just reposting the movie trailer, say, I saw the first one when I was five years old. Now they're having the third movie come out. This is great. I'm excited about it. Check this trailer out. What do you think? That's a lot more engaging. That gives you a lot more traction. People start to understand you a little better. Or they may, if you just, if you just repost something without putting in your own two cents, people may, may not know what to think about it. They may think that, oh, maybe this guy just likes, the person just likes the visuals. Maybe they don't like it. And because I don't like it, I'm just going to assume they don't like it either. And they're posting it because they want to laugh at it. So you may actually get a negative response if you don't put your own spin on it, right? This happened to me once where I think I reposted, I forgot what movie it was. I reposted something because I thought it was kind of dumb and idiotic, but I didn't leave any context to it. I just posted it and was like, look at this. I'm thinking in my head, look at this nonsense. And I reposted it. And then I got somebody who liked that content and was like, oh, this is great. And this is great. And I'm thinking, ah, I didn't post it because I liked it. I posted it because I wanted to trash it. But now I seem like a jerk if I go in there trashing it and all these people have provided support for the post. So, hmm. But it was on Facebook, so I could just hide the post without deleting it. And, you know, people wouldn't see it anymore, but it was still there. So that's just a word of caution. If you actually, you know, repost, quote, post what you think is relevant to you 
and add a smidge of context. You don't need a big, long soliloquy or an essay, which is fine if you want to do that too. But hey, just put your own little spin on it. Speaking of spin, number seven, have a voice. If you're just reposting what everybody else does, if you're just taking ideas and not really filtering them, you're just putting them out there because they're quote unquote interesting, that doesn't that doesn't express your voice at all. Threads is a creative platform and it's gotten me to do more creative posting, which means more of my own voice on something, more of my own perspective. Not necessarily that anybody else's voice is wrong or bad or out of control, just making sure my own voice is connected to it. So I have a certain spin on this. It's like, hey, listen, I'm coming here to talk about creativity. I think this trailer was creative. I think the visuals were strong. I think it's very interesting what this company is doing. I'm glad that they were able to create such a phenomenal presentation in such a short amount of time, being that they've only been working on it for under a year. This is great. This is awesome. That's my commentary. Boom. That's my voice. If it was somebody else's voice, they may say something completely different. They may be like, oh, this is a long time coming, the financial side of it. It's like, oh, okay, they're talking about the finances. Mr. Benja wasn't talking about the finances, but this other guy is. So you start to separate yourself from everybody else who may be talking about that trailer. Having your own voice. If you don't know what that voice is when you make a post or a quote or a reply, if you don't know what your voice is, start figuring it out. Not saying you're this or that. Start saying, I push this type of information. I am a proponent of this style of activity. And start making your personality a little more known. And what you don't like will fall by the wayside. And in fact, you can even post what you don't like. As I said, I don't usually recommend you try to define yourself by what you don't like. But there are times for that too. Speaking of the Cowboys, I know a lot of people will post about not liking the Cowboys. It's great and it's funny and it adds to people's personality. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even watch football anymore. I'm just, I just know the Cowboys are a thing. So love it. Have your voice. Number eight, you got to be careful and you need to remove, block, or just ignore bot accounts or, or troll accounts. There are certain accounts out there that will do nothing but harm to you. I don't do this very often, but if I see a clear bot account, if, if something is clearly just engagement farming or a post is coming from some worker in a, in a, in a farm of worker drones that are just typing away because somebody paid them to, if you see something that's clearly a bot or paid a paid shill. I don't even know what online paid shills are called, but they exist. If you just don't want that type of connection, just block. I personally don't block many actual people. I have a discussion with them and say, hey, cool, thank you for your time, whatever, or I just ignore them. But actual bots block mutes with, an, with the quickness. The more bots you have around, the more likely it is that other bots will show up. You don't want bots. Bots are the automated, programmed forces running through threads, running through Twitter, running through Instagram, running through all these platforms, and will just make your life hell if you start to engage with them. Even if I see a like, I'm like, man, I'm trying to get my number of likes up. Bot shows up and likes my account, I go to that account, block them. I don't want your like, I don't want your follow, I don't want anything like that. It's just going to bring bad business. Keep bots away from you. Bad actors and bad people that are people that just go against what you're about. That's up to you and that's a whole nother strategy. But bots, remove them with the quickness. And they're they're getting harder to they're getting harder to fish out. So not everybody can tell who or what a bot is. But just look for the telltale signs. And if you're not sure, maybe ask somebody. I don't know. Uh and sometimes I got to block Forex traders and uh, NFT guys too. Uh, some, some of those accounts are just unbearable. And they're not real conversations. So you got to block those people that are acting like robots because they want to get you signed up for some Forex program or whatever. Then you, know, you, you might have to mute them too. I, I, those are people I mute, you know, and just keep them kind of away from me or, or remove them from my follower list. But it depends. 
All right. Number nine, iterate. You're not just going to have anything pop off in a in an ephemeral social platform like like the ones we've been talking about immediately anyway. So when you post one thing, that's not the end of it. Be ready to come back tomorrow and post again. Don't take it too seriously that you made a post and it didn't go anywhere, it didn't do anything. Stop looking at the number of likes. Stop looking at the, the follower count. Just say, okay, I made this post. Come back tomorrow. You come back tomorrow, your post didn't do anything. You may have been a little too advanced. You may be confusing people. Maybe you need to say the same thing with a different voice, with a different, um, you know, a different style. Maybe it's June and you shouldn't be talking about Thanksgiving in June. So maybe you need to wait a few months to talk about Thanksgiving. Or maybe you're just kind of confusing with the way you wrote it. So maybe you need to write it again. Uh, I remember I wrote something about messaging and branding. And I was talking about the marketing type of messaging and branding. And a friend of mine, after like three posts, came in just yelling like, I don't believe this. Messaging and branding is, you know, mess all this messaging. It's, it's all BS. Everything has a, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not talking about the message of your, of your story. I'm not talking about the message you have as an individual or a person. I'm not talking about your, your cause. I was talking about the branding marketing side of a message, what you're putting out to the public. Uh, you know, there's a whole, as I said, a lot of creatives aren't existing in that marketing, branding, advertising, promotional space. So when you say something like messaging, they hear it differently. And I had to stop and say, oh, you know what? You're totally right. The way I was presenting it came off looking kind of doofy. So let me respond. Let me reply. Let me start putting out my messaging a little better. Let me start putting out my content with a little more clarity on what I mean. And sometimes you don't know that your message is unclear until it goes out there. And you have to iterate. So you have to keep trying again. If you've got a good message or you got something to say, say it. It'll catch on. I mean, or won't, and you'll need to change it up. But either way, you have to iterate to know that and to understand it. And even if you're successful right off the bat, that's even more of a reason to iterate. You reiterate what you've already put out there. It worked. Put it out again. Add some layers to it. Continue the conversation. Get the conversation bigger. So no matter what, iterate. Some people are going to say be consistent. Yes. But iteration on what you're doing is more important, which is refining that same thing that you've done refining it, altering it, streamlining it, making it a proper fit for the next time you post. Number 10, be sincere. This is a difficult one for a lot of people, but get online and be sincere. Try to say what you mean without being offensive and rude and just put it out there with some, some vulnerability, some thought behind it, some sincerity. This is being real. You're not trying to play to an algorithm completely. There, there is a little bit of play that I do advocate for, but for the most part, if you're authentic and you have a message, there are ways to get it out there and the algorithm will love you for it. It's like, oh, this person is being authentic. Oh, thank God. Finally, this person is not being a bot. This person is not trying to sell tummy tea. This person is not trying to sell a Forex trading course. They're not trying to push NFTs on anybody. Oh, thank God. This person is being authentic and sincere. The system will love you for it. And not just the automated systems at Meta. The system of the people on these platforms will love you for it. They're like, my God, thank you. Somebody who's actually saying something with authenticity and sincerity. We love that person. So be sincere. All right, I'm going to blaze through the rest of these. Keep this at about under an hour, maybe. Hope you all are enjoying this. And uh, yeah, as I said, let me know what you, what you think about anything that's going on here in threads. Just let me know. In any of my posts. All right. Um, be consistent. There, there are two strategies to this next one. This is number 12. Um, number 11, I'm sorry. Curate your feed. You have to be careful with what you take in. You might like a lot of random nonsense, but what happens is it gets very difficult to curate what the system sends you. It's trying to show you a certain thing and because you've liked so many disparate things the system starts to have a hard time figuring out what it should show you what it should reward you with 
And then people will complain that, oh, this is terrible. I never get to see what I want. I never. It's like, hey, listen, if you've liked and followed all these accounts and you've retweeted stuff or reposted and rethreaded all kinds of information and it just starts to look like a mishmash, then it starts to become very difficult for the system to parse out what you want. You have to actually stop at some point and say, you know what? I'm tired of seeing cake pics on my on my feed. And by cake pics, I mean the kind made with butter and flour. Or do I? I'm not sure what I mean anymore. Actually, I did have a problem with cake, too many cake pics showing up on Instagram. I liked a couple accounts, and the uh, next thing I knew, it was just nothing but cake, man. I, I couldn't concentrate. I was sweating. Too much cake on my, my Instagram timeline. Had to unfollow block mute all that too much cake anyway uh let me say no i can't say pie either because that pie has connotations too many cooking pics too many cooking videos <laughs> how about that i will see uh too, if you have too many cooking videos you might need to go through your feed unfollow all these cooking channels you followed every time you see something about cooking say hey i'm not interested if you're on instagram you can update the little the, the interest keywords, there's a button somewhere. Say, hey, listen, I don't want to see anything about cooking. And over time, your feed will get back to normal. Some people have said screw it and just deleted their whole account because they get upset that they screwed up their own account. That's like, you didn't need to do all that. There, there are ways to fix your situation. Start by unfollow, mass unfollowing people. Going to your follow list and just unfollow, 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 unfollow. Unfollow a bunch of people that you don't recognize or that you don't care about. Give it a day or two, the system will start to work itself out a little more, and you should start getting a feed that is more, makes more sense to you. Now, why do you curate your feed if you're trying to get traction? When you're posting, there's a back and forth kind of effect going on. So you start to post more, and you'll notice that the replies, the likes, and things that come back to you, if they're from a certain ilk, or if they're from a certain section of your your social media user base then you know that okay when I post this these types of people are seeing it and you can kind of start adjusting your feed from there you can kind of start curating you start to realize oh these people are seeing more of my post maybe I should post more of this and less of that maybe I should and maybe if I'm seeing too much stuff on comic books and I want more video game stuff stop following so many of the comic book people Stop responding to them so much. Stop liking their post. And they may be your friends and everything, but if you want your feed to behave a certain way, you've got to remember every action you take affects that. And I pause when I said every action you take because you only have to look at a post and it will start realizing that you're spending a lot of time looking at it. As I said, cake. I looked at cake. They, Instagram caught me looking at cake. And even though I didn't like, even though I didn't reply, it knew I was looking at cake. So I had to get rid of cake. Cake, be gone. Too much cake is bad for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, number 12. Be consistent or drop fire content that makes waves. Now, being consistent just means you're posting regularly. You post a lot on Sundays, maybe say, hey, chill Sunday, everybody. And you're consistent. So when people start to expect every Sunday, they'll see your chill Sunday post. Or maybe it's a throwback Thursday. Every Thursday you throw back a bunch of photos from way back in the day. And people start to get used to that. Not just, not just the people, but also the system. It starts to expect you posting certain things on certain days. This is necessary for, for good feedback, for good engagement, for good traction. For people just become used to something. Like imagine you go to a grocery store and... On, on every, every Saturday you go grocery shopping and you see the same person there. It's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And you both have this exchange and it becomes a consistent thing. When you go there one Saturday and that person's not there, it's like, oh, oh it's missing. Okay, I, whatever. Or if you go there and they don't say, hey, good morning anymore. They say, don't forget to lock your car. You're kind of like, uh, wait, what happened to good morning? Why are you telling me not to, why are you telling me to lock my car? 
Okay. What if they don't say anything to you? Then the consistency is broken. So you just need that consistency out there so that the number of people that see your post, and they do this sub people do this subconsciously. They'll see your post and they're like, okay, he posted about video games. Five weeks later, they see you posting about video games, and they'll say, hey, in their head, they'll say, this person posted about video games. Maybe I should just jump in and ask them a question, or maybe I should go to their profile and see if they are involved in video games somehow. The consistency starts to express your personality and it starts to make people understand who you are much more clearly. Or you can be consistent in another way, which is whenever you show up, you know that certain fire content is dropping. Some people post sporadically, but every time they show up, it's like, and Kanye West is a great example of this. Kanye West doesn't post a lot himself. A lot of people follow Kanye West around and make posts for him. But when he posts himself, you realize he's going in. He shows up, starts saying all kinds of this, starts saying all kinds of that. And people are like, oh, Lord, here we go again. But it gets traction because people are used to him showing up out of nowhere and having just lighting the Internet on fire. That's what people are used to. So if you only show up on a social platform, let's say threads, if you only show up after a big movie comes out that you really like and people are just kind of sitting around waiting and they see one of your posts, it's like, bro, did you see the Marvels? That movie was fire. I loved it. Marvels, Marvels, Marvels. And for the next week, you're posting nothing but Marvels. And people are like, man, every time this guy finds a movie he likes, he just goes in and posts all day. I love it. But then you may go silent for another couple months. Suddenly, another movie comes out that that person likes. Boom. Bunch of posts on that. And that's enough to keep, that's enough of a consistency in style and energy. If you're going to go the second strategy, you need to have high energy and high volume because you're coming out of the blue and just attacking. It's like whenever Dracula showed up. Whenever Dracula showed up and came down from his mountain fortress, you, you knew he wasn't playing. He was, he was biting heads. He was taking bodies. He was getting rid of people. He was bringing all his minions. There was about to be chaos whenever Dracula showed up. But then if you have you know, your neighborhood burglar who, who steals something every week and is always breaking into cars and stealing stuff out of shop windows. You know, that, that's, that's something that happens on the regular. You don't have to be as crazy if you're showing up on the regular. So there are two strategies to being consistent. Making sure that you're showing up, doing your thing. Come in hot or do it all the time. 13. Find what works and don't force it. A lot of people try to force ideas and that really never works in the creative space. I mean, no matter how much money or how loud you try to get, it, it gets you somewhere. It gets you a certain distance. But like I said, we're trying to get traction, man. If you're just spinning your wheels and mud is flying everywhere, you're really trying to force it without changing anything. Maybe you need to stick some rocks under there. Maybe you need help with somebody pulling you out of the mud or your stuck place. Maybe you need a new set of tires. Maybe you need to call a call a helicopter in to, to drag you out. Maybe you, need to, maybe you need to get an Uber and leave the car forever. If you're stuck in the, tire, stuck in the mud, spinning your tires, you got to do something. But know when you're spinning your wheels and try not to force too much stuff down. If it's not working, change it up, change the hair color, change the dress, change the presentation. Start fiddling with it. And this goes back to the other one. Start iterating a little bit. Play around with it. Just, just, just don't try to force it. When something clearly doesn't work the, and the people are telling you something or not telling you anything with your lack of engagement, change it up just a little bit. No one's going to look back and say, well, wow, in, in 2022, that person just posted all over the place. Now they're posting consistently. But 2022, man, that person was all over the place. No, no one cares. They're only going to care when you found what you were looking for and you started doing that. You find a lot of artists like this too. They, they try out a lot of styles and then suddenly some small section of their works just take off and say, oh, really? You all like this? This is what you like? Because I like this too. Okay, now we have a match. 
Now there's a match between what the creator likes, the creative person likes, and there's a match with what the audience can resonate with at that point or wants to resonate with. So now you have a match. But if you try to force it, a lot of times you're just going to push, turn people away. You're going to push them away, turn them off. And it doesn't really work. So obviously you want to, number 14, post good content. Don't post any nonsense, man. Just, I mean, there's a thing about trying to be good and trying to be great. But some people, they post and they're like, well, I tried posting and it didn't work. And they'll get mad at you. Like, but did you try to post something good? And this, once again, if you think about art, I, I tried drawing a face once and it wasn't good. Yeah, but did you try to make it better? You have to keep trying to make it better. A lot of times people aren't going to engage with your attempts, but they will, they will recognize them. They'll notice them. And then maybe after the fifth one, they're like, okay, the first four sucked, but this one's good. So you were consistent, you iterated, you made a meaningful post, you had a voice. You know, these are the other tips I gave you. But now you're finally good in someone's eyes. And they're like, okay, now this person is good. Now I like them. You may find that with musical artists where you hear, hear two or three songs. Like, eh, that, eh, eh, I don't like that person. Then they make their fifth song. And you're like, okay, I like now that one I like. And suddenly you like all their music. In fact, most artists, musical artists that you hear and most visual artists, they're not, they're not showing you their first attempt at trying to be good. They're showing you something that's built up over time. So whenever you post, try to be good. Try to make good posts. Look at other people who make posts that you like. Look at other profiles. This one person just makes some random nonsense post and it doesn't make any sense to me. But they're good at it. And I'm looking at them like, wow, that is a good post. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. There's no punctuation. And it's only like three or four words. But it's on some nonsense that I can't help but like. Like button. Uh, I love it. I'll, fo I'll follow you. Because it's weird. I don't get it. But it's good. So that's the same thing with yours. you gotta, you got to find your voice and try to post something that's good. Don't. Oh, gosh. And we're, on, we're talking about threads and social media. Yeah, don't worry about trying to, here's the thing, don't worry about trying to be perfect, but with every outing, put something out there, and when you iterate, make it just a little bit better. Take a half a second of thought, instead of saying, wow, this game sucks, try to update it and say, wow, I've never played a game that took me so long to finish. And then you're like, oh, okay. I thought they were talking about a football game that sucked. Now they're talking about a video game. Next time you post, wow. I don't know why it took me so long, long to beat Elder Scrolls, but I'm finally done with it. I will never play this game again. Now you're starting to get into a little more of a vibe on how to communicate and express something. You want to be succinct. You want to be fast. You want to be quality. But to do that, you have to actually try to post something good. And you'll get better over time. So keep at it. All right. So those are all the things that you should be doing. And you know what? I have, this is an hour long. I have a whole bunch of things that you shouldn't be doing. But this went so well, I'm, I'm going to do that in a whole other post. Things you shouldn't be doing on threads. Ways to lose traction. Ways to mess up your account. Boom. There we go. Now I have an idea for another podcast. This has been Mr. Benja with Creativity Threads Life. If you like anything you hear here today, hear, hear today. Okay, I got I to gotta rewrite this outro. If you liked anything that you heard today, please be sure to like, subscribe. And if you're on threads, leave a comment. I want to know what you're thinking about. want to know what's going on with you. And as always, I will do shout outs, uh, listener mail, listener stories or whatever if you provide them. People are jumping on threads, talking to me all the time now, and I'm really liking it. And shout out to Iconoclast talking about Disney and uh, the branding. He is overseas and seeing the whole Disney brand from a whole different light than I am. Uh, thank you for your comments. Thank you. I don't know how to say this. Asami. Yeah. 
thank you, Asami Makes, for always, always posting up good content, keeping the keeping threads light and happy. Some of these people on threads, man, just makes me happy. Make me happy to see good conversations going on, good creative people doing creative things, and keeping the internet a fun, safe, happy place. So that's it for this one. What's coming up next? At some point, I'm going to do, as I said, the follow-up to this one. I'm not going to do it right away. I've got one where I want to talk about, start getting into actual case studies. I want to talk about the Marvels. Uh, I want to talk about Batman. I want to talk about some different creative things that have gone out there. And I'm going to give you a little bit of my history, too. So you'll get to hear a little bit about where I came from, Rockstar Games. I'm going to do an E3 podcast. whole bunch of great ones. If you have any topics that you want me to get into, let me know. Thank you very much. This has been Mr. Benja once again for Creativity Threads Life.